Welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, a podcast from FITV. It's week 127. I hope I'm remembering <laughs> that number right. Um, and I am joined on the podcast with... Oliver. Hello. Hey, yeah. everyone. It's just me and Ollie doing the podcast today. Um, Paula's busy editing the special FITV 10 years old programme. Um, Hannah's gone off doing some errands. Um, so we've been trusted just... to do this podcast ourselves. It's been a long while since we've been trusted to do it alone, isn't it, Ollie? Yeah, it seems quite long. Well, it is a long time ago, isn't it? About three months when it was just me and you in December month. Yeah. Uh, so... Just doing the show and the podcast. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we we weren't even allowed to do the podcast by ourselves back then. We weren't trusted, but, you know, we've been given the reins back. Um, but it's been a very exciting week. I think the two most exciting things have happened, and I can't decide which is the most exciting. Take, take a guess. Are well, the two I, most exciting things? I mean, I guess the big thing for you this week has been the drag no, I'm not. I'm not even talking about that. Are you not talking about that one. No, okay. Is that, the that's two, part of our the, list? No, no. We've got so many things though. We've got a list of podcast things to talk about, but the two biggest things that I can't decide which is bigger. One is we've all been vaccinated this week. Yay! Yay. But the second is we got new mugs. <laughs> <laughs> we got new no- mugs a... <laughs> with our names on. I'm holding it up for the benefit of the tape. We could put the picture up that you. We could take a picture and put it up on the podcast. But yeah, we've got new mugs. I think the reason why we got it though is because we've also got new carpets, so we don't spill uh, cups of tea on the on the carpets and things. So it's all been quite a new new week. We've got quite new things uh, here in the in the offices, which is good. Yeah, I think in the podcast last week we went on a mission to go and collect our new mugs, but um, they weren't they weren't available. But this week we actually do have the new mugs. They're great. They say FITV and they've got our names on. Um, they're thermal. We can put them in the car. It's fantastic, honestly. Highlight of the week. Um, second only to us getting our vaccines. I'm not going to lie, like, because we've seen... It's weird. I don't know if you've seen it, but at the bottom... Well, basically, we have a tea stand. And then at the bottom of the tea stand, there's all the mugs of all the old FITV employees that were here at one t- day or the other. And they've just got the mug. And there's still names there that people haven't taken them home with. But we seem to have got like a really premium thermal enamel mug, which is great, which is uh, living the high life, I reckon. Yeah, FITV's 10 years old and we get new mugs, so it all <laughs> works out. But anyway, Ollie, so we had our vaccines done this week. The new vaccine programme for the 18 to 45 year olds was rolled out. How do you feel since you had it done? Yes, so I was knocked out, I reckon. Uh, so I couldn't come to work yesterday because I was... It's pretty awful, but I prefer to have that than actually have COVID itself. So, uh, and plus I want to travel. So yeah, um, I got my first dose, and then the next dose is in a couple of weeks' time, I think. So um, yeah, it was it was a quite well organised um, routine. You know, you you go in, you you sign some papers, some consent form, the person the that, that does it, um, and then you you pretty have to wait there for fifteen minutes, and then that's it. You, you're pretty much free to go. So. Um, yeah, it was all right, but you also had your vaccination a day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And you soldiered on and made it to work. So. Yeah, well, I had mine at nine in the morning. I managed to get through the day at work, and then the minute I got home, just fell asleep. But it's um, no, it's pretty good. We're quite fortunate here that we're able to get the vaccine. Um, obviously, that's really good. So, so yeah, it's definitely good that we've been able to get them. I think. Yeah, I mean, it, I was just thinking about this because if we were in the UK, there's like a massive backlog of us going uh, of, of our age group to get the vaccine so we would have been waiting for a while to get the vaccine so it's quite you know we're quite lucky to get it here quickly and 
there's been quite a good um, success in terms of people actually willing to have the vaccine. So fortunately, there might be a very, very high percentage of the falcons that are fully vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've got actual figures yet of how big the uptake has been, but I think it's quite substantial. Um, and obviously, people getting their second doses um, from the other age group, that was last week. So we've got a big proportion of people now fully vaccinated and sort of the younger younger people have just had their first doses. So, yeah, it's all going going quite well, I'd say. It's quite very positive. Well, it's especially important for, for myself and you because we're planning to go back to the UK in a couple of months' time, you know, to see family and friends and things. So, as in both of us on, the, on different different times on, uh, on holidays. But if we go there, back to the UK, and we have our vaccines, we're pretty much sorted to, to go out. And actually, because I believe that they're going to stop lockdown soon as well. So it'd be quite nice to, to be vaccinated and go out into the UK, which would be good. Mm, yeah, that would be good. Um, so yeah, that's the big news, which is so everyone's sort of been a bit zombified this week, I'd say, in the <laughs> office, because uh, we've all had our vaccines and all suffering slightly with the side effects. Um, but we've all managed to soldier on, I think, and get through it, because, very exciting, FITV is 10 years old today. I know, it's much so crazy. So we've all had to make sure that we're alive for uh, for the 10th birthday yeah. celebrations. Um, so yeah, Paul is doing a big big old piece about 10 years, which is our special programme this week. So um, Ollie, how do you feel that you've been part of FITV? <laughs> yeah, no, it's been quite quite crazy, isn't it really? Because uh, to be fair, we're the newest people uh, at F- from, from this date um, at FITV. And there's been so many people that have gone on and done some brilliant things and uh, you know that people have worked during the 10 years and it'd be really really great to see Paula's piece this week because obviously she's been here for the entire 10 years she's lived breathed FITV for so long um, and my time here personally I've learned so much already I've done so many things here I've had so many opportunities to go out and explore and and venture into which type of media or which type of TV that I kind of like to produce which is more wildlife and heritage document short documentaries um and that's the kind of my niche area i reckon but yeah no it's been great and, and especially for yourself because you've been here nearly six months now isn't it yeah um, so again you are the newest of the, the 10 years so i mean how, how have you felt um honestly the highlight was the new mug um <laughs> <laughs> no no it's been great it's been a really cool experience um so yeah hopefully fitv goes for another 10 years um but yeah, no, it's really exciting, and obviously the special programme that Paul has done, it would be quite weird, I think, to look back and see how FITV used to be, yeah. and how far it's come um, in such a long time, so that's... that's I, be- nice. I believe that me and you feature, well not feature, but I believe we have a blooper reel in there from our oh, time on the sofa. We had so many bloopers over Christmas, <laughs> so many bloopers, the viewer, you will not even understand how long it took to film <laughs> some of the shows over Christmas. Um, mainly because Ollie couldn't pronounce certain words and then when he pronounced them it made me laugh and then we just then kept making each other laugh so it's like 20 minutes where we just couldn't even speak because we were laughing so much it's all, um, ca- it's all character building but yeah I'm sure it'll be in the, uh, in the show this week so, so have a look yeah so obviously if you're watching on KTV you can watch it because it will be the show on KTV and viewers can also see it online because that's the programme we're putting out this week <laughs> Um, but you also did something quite special last Saturday. Yes, uh, so something that you haven't done before, and 
like I said, I know how hard everyone and yourself worked to, to do it. So can you tell us what happened on Saturday? And Well, listeners of the podcast will know because we've talk- been talking about it for the past few weeks. But um, the drag show finally happened. So that was exciting. Um, incredibly nerve-wracking getting up on stage and dancing when I've never danced before in my life. Um, already gone on stage in front of people. Um, but no, it was a really good, good evening and everyone did really well. Um, I think the show went better than we could have thought it would have gone. Um, and everyone seemed to have a really great time. So, yeah, it's really nice. I'm kind of glad it's all over now. Didn't you have a nickname there as well? Um, oh, I was show girl number two. Um, so, yeah, that was my, my name. But are you um, planning to do any more of these big events in the, in the future? Or maybe... I can't say I have made plans for it. <laughs> um, I need some time to recover, I think. But just think, think about it, though, you know, for people that might be listening in. When you are, you've never, like I say, you've never danced before, but when you're there in front of 200, how many people are there? 200, 300 people? 220 people. So, oh, you counted every single one. But well, like, how many tickets sold? Is there, any, is there any advice or anything? Or just look straight ahead? Or is it just carry on? Well, I mean, on the, sh- the show lights are so bright, you can't really see the audience. Um, I don't really know advice-wise. I just, I, I don't know how I did it, to be honest. I managed to not run off stage before the curtains opened, so I'll take that as a success. I, I, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's pretty good achievement. I mean, to be fair, I, I don't think I could have done that. I would have been more on the sound and the uh, the lighting area rather than being on front of stage. But it does. I've seen some of the pictures, and it does seem quite a good event and quite well attended. Yeah, no, it's really. It, I mean, it's a sold out show, and it's great because obviously. With uh, everywhere else sort of locked down or struggling with the pandemic, it's nice that we're able to have Pride in the Falklands. Um, and obviously, I guess it's one of the only places in the world where Pride has been able to take place this year. Oh. So that's really nice, um, really quite special that we can celebrate it. Um, but yeah, while I was doing the drag show, Ollie, you were off gallivanting <laughs> around another island. What, what were you doing at the weekend? <laughs> yes, I've been to quite a few islands. I've got a few more in the pipeline as well, but... This week I was at Sea Lion Island um, and I was laying down in penguin poo and Comoron poo and all that stuff because there was four years ago or five years ago, a former FITV employee, Caroline Scott, was here and she um, covered the tussock grass, tussock planting at Sea Lion Island. So I went along and wanted to cover, see the progression of tussock grass in the folk, uh, at Sea Lion Island. So yeah, I was there with 20 other volunteers pulling out tussock grass um, and planting it in new areas um, around Sea Lion Island, which was great. But yeah, very much more uh, much more of a quiet quiet weekend. But yeah, it was a great event. And yeah, that, that's peace for next week. So did you get stuck in with all the tussock planting as well as filming? Did I get what, sorry? Stuck in with the tussock planting as yeah, well as filming yeah, so, it? Yeah, yeah, so it was, uh, I filmed a bit and then obviously I got part of it as well, uh, which was great. And I actually learned how to do it and did a short little tutorial on the piece as well. So it was great. And like I said, there was 20 other volunteers that went out from Stanley and MPA and MPC, sorry, um, to Sea Lion Island. And yeah, it was just a great, great little event. And then on the final day on Sunday, we got to go and have a look at the island, the beautiful elephant seals and um, rock hopper penguins and HMS Sheffield Memorial and things like that. So... Yeah, it was great, and there's there's a few more in the pipeline uh, in the coming weeks. So yeah, it was uh, re- really really enjoyed it. And so, why is tussock grass so important in the Falklands? Well, this is part of the piece. I don't want to reveal too much, but in short, it kind of 
helps combat the erosional processes um, and as well offer habitat and wildlife. Um, so like tussock birds go there, johnny rooks go there and, and live in there and sea lions live in there as well. But Sea Lion Island especially was um, had a big problem with farming back in the day. and um, Not a big problem because it was economical, but there were a lot of sheep that used to eat loads of areas um, and basically the areas now are barren and there's nothing there. So that's the reason why the coal volunteers over to start planting tussock grass in these barren areas. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, the, kind of the, the major piece there. So that's exciting. So the viewers tune in next week because we'll have all of the latest from tussock planting. Um. <laughs> but talking of history, though, you've also done an absolute epic, long feature piece, which is, you know, which is quite a big thing in the Falcons, isn't it? Um, yeah, so also on next week's show is um, the a piece about the 125th anniversary of camp education because that was celebrated this week. So they're not the, we're not the only ones with a birthday this week. Um, camp education celebrated their 125th birthday. So camp education is the system where the children out in camp, so like settlements and farms, are taught. So things like travelling teachers or settlement schools or they'll have telephone lessons. So that's been really interesting. I've interviewed some former camp teachers, travelling teachers, went out to the Goose Green School earlier this week or was it earlier this week or was it last week? I can't even remember now. It must have been last week. Um, went out to Goose Green School and filmed there with the kids and that was really great seeing how settlement schools work and how different they are from normal schools. Um, and yeah, so it was all celebrated with an open day at Stanley House, which is the building where children, when they're coming about to start secondary school, children from camp will move there um, before before starting school in Stanley, because camp education only does primary school. So yeah, that was that was really nice. It was really really interesting. So the viewer can see that on next week as well. But isn't that like one of your longest pieces? It was because you've done so many interviews with that. You've done a lot of hard work with that one as well isn't it um yeah it's possibly one of the things i've interviewed the most people for but um yeah so it's quite it's quite hard to chop down um what what i wanted in it the trouble is it's so it's such a fascinating system of education it's so interesting learning how it works so it's very hard to pick and choose what i want to use from it but yeah so i, ma- I managed to get something that is watchable from that <laughs> not too long don't don't you worry viewer <laughs> um and yeah so then i think we've got a very interesting weekend coming up obviously it's bank holiday tomorrow but then ollie you're doing something very exciting on saturday aren't you yes so i'm um, so it's the npc versus stanley games which is like an uh, i guess a mini olympics between the two biggest communities in the falcons by population um, so every year the NPCs, the, so the military base and Stanley compete in a variety of sports um, and for the second year running I've been chosen to represent the Stanley Bowls Club uh, which is something I never thought would have happened when I joined uh, that joined FITV and the, the Falcons and yeah so that should be good um, and it's a nice little way because it was meant, I was meant to represent the Falcons in the Ireland Games this year um, but it's nice to still have that competitive sport here because obviously the Ireland Games has been cancelled and postponed until 2023. Um, so I've been asked also to help out and umpire the matches as well as well as play. So yeah, it should be a good event and it should be really enjoyable to, to play, um, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, 
Oh, that's good. Hopefully you win. Bring back some trophies for the office, Ollie. <laughs> well, it's one of those because I remember what what the first two months I, I was sent down to do a story on the bowls uh, because it was a new sport in the island. It still is a relatively new sport. Um, so I just practised, had a go myself, and I was like, yeah, I actually enjoy this. And then I just started going every week, week in, week out. When I, when I first started, I was pretty not very good. Um, and then I just kept on practicing, kept on, um, you know, working hard at it. So, and then I managed to play in the tournament, finished third this year in the Open Championship. And yeah, and then now I've been chosen to represent Stanley. So it was good. Well, that's all very exciting, but it's not something you thought would happen when you came to the Falklands or were thinking about coming to the Falklands. Absolutely not, no. But like I said, I think I've said this in previous podcasts, it's important not just to focus on, FITV is brilliant, but not just to focus on FITV, but have your own personal uh, personal life as well. So which minds a lot of sports and socialising. But yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, I didn't expect it to be fair. I expected to be playing football or something, but yeah, here we go. Here we are. Well, very fun. I think that brings us to an end for the podcast. So good luck, Ollie, and the Bethside Games. Um, hopefully in the podcast next week we'll be able to say that he won but if not then um, oh dear (laughs) (laughs) anyway I think that brings us to an end the podcast this week Um, we're going to go celebrate the 10th birthday of FITV I think yay that should be fun so yeah I think that's that's it for this week Uh, you can watch the show it's a special edition it's 527 it will be online or on KTV and it will be the very special FITV 10 years old celebration so if you want to see what FITV used to look like or how it's changed over the years then make sure you go and watch that because Paul's put a lot of work into it so yeah and there is still a news roundup this week oh yeah oh my goodness yeah thank you for reminding me we need to plug the news roundup um yeah there's also a news roundup with some of the actual news that's been happening in the Falklands this week so that will also be on soundcloud spotify itunes however you listen to your podcasts um we will probably be on there um there's a final thing as well just to add that i believe you've got your YouTube upload strategies. So there's quite a few articles that have been uploaded on YouTube as well, isn't there? Yeah, so if you've missed anything, make sure you check out our YouTube page because we've got a load of stuff going up on there. So yeah, very exciting. So I think that's that's all for now. So bye. See ya.